0: This morning we'll begin the, I could say formal, though I don't by uh, using that word mean something formal, but the formal practice of of loving kindness, of the the cultivation of our capacity for, for friendliness and warmth through a particular way we can engage with that intentionality and that capacity in our being. And just initially, in turning our mind towards this quality, a sense of what are we speaking about, what are we turning towards when we turn towards loving-kindness, towards metta. And kindness can be associated with uh, many different forms and expressions of care, of friendliness, of love. And in the context of this practice, we're really Referring to a sense of, of caring, of kindliness that wishes well for ourselves and for others. That is concerned with happiness, with well-being. That isn't conditional on getting something in return. Or even on producing a particular result by our extending of that kindness. But really is just born out of a sense of recognizing the, the naturalness and the, really the beauty of our own wish to be happy and the wish that all beings have for happiness, for well-being, for safety, for peace. And so in that, understanding this this invitation to turn towards wishing well, towards kindness, towards friendliness, as something that's really an offering. It's an extending of care, rather than in any way a form of trying to produce some particular result or get something from the activity. That there's a, a way in which kindness and friendliness and care is its own reward, offers to us something deeply enriching and nourishing, simply in our willingness to connect with it. And it's likewise something that has no, real, has no absolute limits upon it, although we might experience our ability to connect with it as having at times constraints or challenges for us, and that's natural and, of course, how it will be for for us some of the time. But in its essence, the quality of kindness, of caring, isn't something that is bounded or limited. And our capacity for it can become more and more a reflection of this unboundedness, this vastness of caring. Caring that we may have touched or been touched by in our lives and recognise, we may know or intuit the possibility of and yet recognise at the same time that there's a journey of, of deepening, of discovery, of exploring and bringing more and more fully forth this quality within our being, this quality that exists within us already and yet which we may not have as full access to as we are able to have. And it's such a natural, such an ordinary thing in many ways to just recognize how we ourselves all wish to be free from pain and suffering, to be happy and at ease. Something quite natural that this is so. And equally too, each and every other person, each and every other being, all those that we encounter and equally those that we don't encounter, they too wish for this. In the depths of our hearts as living beings, there is this yearning for peace, for happiness, for well-being. And there is this wish to not suffer, to not be subject to pain, to danger. And that's something natural, something quite beautiful in fact. And when we connect with that, when we harness that, we can start to see that It makes sense in a very natural way to wish well for ourselves and for others, to align our actions, our bodily actions, our speech, and equally our our actions of the mind, our mental actions, with a sense of friendliness, with a sense of kindness. Kindness. So in this practice we we turn towards that capacity and we that capacity in our own hearts for for caring for well-wishing and we have a sense of extending it outwards to others and extending it to ourselves as an offering as a as a gift as a as a way of sharing what we most treasure and value. This quality of of kindness and the well-being that it wishes for, that it wishes for ourselves, that it wishes for others. This is really at the heart of most of our activity. Most of what we're engaged in, if not all of it in fact, is in some way seeking our happiness, seeking our well-being, or seeking the happiness and well-being of others who we feel connected to or who we care for in some way or another and yet we can see that all too easily we get caught in reactivity we get caught in at times fearfulness at times a sense of neediness at times a sense of reactivity where anger or judgment may arise within us and we can recognize how that how that limits our heart's capacity to connect, to feel touched, to extend a sense of friendliness to others or to ourselves. And in this practice we're, we're really inviting ourselves to not be bound by that reactivity, by the contraction that is born of fear and neediness and truly open to something that is our natural potential. To be sensitive, to be connected, to feel a sense of care for all that we experience and for all that is around us, all of life and all beings. And so in this practice, that's very much our vision. To extend and open this capacity of caring and kindness that we all know and recognize. And to invite our heart to embrace all of life with a spirit of care and friendliness. To embrace ourselves, those we care for, those we don't know and have no relationship to, and equally those we may find difficult or challenging so that we we don't differentiate in that caring, in that well-wishing. And there's something beautifully healing and wholesome in that aspiration, in that movement, where the way in which we can experience our heart is fragmented or separated from ourselves or from parts of our life, and the painfulness that comes in that compartmentalizing, that sense of, being limited or bounded in the heart, where that can begin to dissolve, can open up, can release. And we can allow ourselves to rest in, in the richness and the tenderness and the sweetness of, of an oceanic capacity, a vast capacity for kindness and friendliness. And as I speak about it in these terms, it's also really important not to be setting yourself up for, okay, I've obviously got a long way to go to get there, so i better get working. It's really, as Kirsten was saying so uh, wonderfully last night, that sense of starting where we are and just moving, orienting towards and then moving in that direction, allowing that movement to take place without getting too much involved with measuring, with hurrying, with trying to get somewhere. Where we are is okay. It's the only place we can begin. And the only place we need to be to engage in this practice. And the way of engaging with this practice is one of seeing where we have access, seeing where we have connection to that capacity for kindness, for friendliness for well-wishing. And so we'll be giving some instructions and suggestions that are really invitations to you to explore what works for you. We're not going to be laying out a a sort of formulaic framework of what you must do in which order and at what time in order for the required results to be produced. It's a, much more of an invitation to Explore the possibilities that we offer and the frameworks that we'll suggest and to find within that what allows for your hearts ripening and deepening in kindness. What supports that? And it's a process in which sometimes we'll find that we've tried and worked in a certain way and maybe that wasn't so supportive. That's fine. It's not a failure or a mistake, but we will just be learning as we go. And even as I say that, just because we might find something challenging or difficult doesn't mean it isn't beneficial for us. doesn't mean that we're not learning or growing in that. If we can hold the very process of this practice within a sense of kindness, within a spirit of caring, and well-wishing for ourselves in our journey. This will be immensely supportive. And so, just now as you're sitting and listening, can become aware of your body and what it feels like. Just noticing how it is to be sitting here. Be aware if there are places of ease and comfort. Just noticing what it's like to be in touch with those places. Maybe feelings of warmth or softness in your body. And there may equally be places where it feels a little tight or hard or not so easeful. Maybe uncomfortable or painful. And again, just noticing what it's like to make contact with those aspects of your experience. Noticing how we may be affected differently. In this practice, to know it's really okay to adjust your posture as and when you might need to. To allow your body to be at ease so far as it can. In some meditative practices and approaches, there's a appropriate emphasis on just working with staying still and being with the uncomfortable sensations that may sometimes arise in the body. And in the practice of loving kindness and the development of metta, it's important that one really gives gentle and kindly consideration to the body's ease and doesn't put that we don't put ourselves under pressure. So sometimes it can be supportive to be steady in our posture and not necessarily move or adjust because we're a little uncomfortable, but to give yourself complete and 100% permission to do so, should you wish. It's really okay. And it's like really engaging with the body, not as something that we have to somehow... Suborn to our sort of our intention and our will, but that's really that we're in a cooperative and caring relationship with. And just maybe notice right now what it's like to bring your attention into your body. And if there's somewhere that's uncomfortable, just to maybe take your hand, the soft, open palm of your hand, and maybe if you'd like to place it there or just gently, you know, you might want to rub or touch or just notice with your attention. You don't need to use the hand, but sometimes there's something about the physical contact that can be supportive to the process of just contacting where we are with a sense of ease and friendliness. Just allowing that expression of move, of of touch to be an expression of kindness. Simple things. It's, it's a really natural response we have. When something hurts, the hand wants to go and make contact. And that's okay. At times you might like to do that during the meditation. You're very welcome to. Seeing if it can be a contact that's friendly. Not demanding the discomfort to go away or trying to fix it. But just caring about it. And expressing that care by making contact. We may also just feel as we're sitting here the sense of our aspiration or what brings us, what moves us. Sometimes we notice that in the in the heart. And the practice of loving kindness, sometimes it can be supportive and helpful to make contact with our heart. Not just in sensing or feeling, but actually again with the soft open palm of the hand in the chest. Just noticing what it's like. And I'll, I'll mention that as a possibility maybe now and then. It's not as if it's required. So, like, what does it mean for us to soften into this place that we are? Not trying to push into it or through it or to somewhere else, but to really care for this place that we find ourselves in, for this being that we are. And this is to be a real embodied caring, an embodied connecting that's really the foundation for connecting and for opening to each and to all beings we may encounter. So, with this practice, we use phrases. or We can find, and many find, that using phrases that express a sense of friendliness and kindliness can be very powerful, very helpful as a way of bringing our mental activity which is often sort of reactive, disconnected and sometimes quite harsh bringing that into alignment with an intention towards kindness with an aspiration towards deepening and friendliness and allowing that to, to season in our heart Allowing that to slowly ripen in our being. In this practice we begin where it's most easy, where it's most accessible for us. It's not that we have to work on the most difficult places to begin with. That's usually not so helpful. And so we might just sense who it is If there's someone at the moment we might wish to spend a little time with, perhaps it might be yourself, or it might be someone you care for, you feel close to, who you easily feel a sense of warmth and friendliness to, someone that maybe is precious in your life, and not too complicated, such as a a grandparent or a grandchild, a teacher or a benefactor, a friend who we feel a lot of ease with regard to. There are some very specific categories that we'll, we'll work with that are traditionally used in this practice. But initially, I'd like to invite you to just sense who it is you might like to spend a little time with and wish well for. And you don't have to worry about finding the right person, but just someone you feel moved to. It doesn't even have to be a human being. It could be a beloved pet or a wild creature that delighted you when you encountered it sometime. And so sitting, allowing yourself to be at ease in your body, knowing you have permission to change your posture if you wish, And initially just bringing your attention into the region in the center of your chest, the heart center. And feeling the movement of your breathing through the heart. Inviting a sense of warmth and softness. And the quality of attention that you give to your breathing as you experience it in the heart region the area in the center, the middle of your chest. Without trying to make it feel any different than it is. Letting yourself be just as you are. And bringing to mind this person, this being, that someone you feel naturally and easily, kindly towards. That you might just Imagine you could enjoy spending a little time with wishing well for, extending a sense of kindness towards, perhaps someone who just naturally brings a smile to your face when you remember them, or for whom you have a sense of easy, tender regard. And bringing them to mind, just having a sense that maybe they're here with you right now. As if you were to bring them into your heart and enfold them with a sense of friendliness. The heart has a remarkable expansive capacity to embrace and to extend, to include those that we care for. Our hearts have this capacity. And just knowing that this person who you've chosen, and it could be yourself, you'd be very welcome to choose yourself. If you'd like to wish well for yourself, or someone else, equally. This person, just as we ourselves wish to be happy and free from suffering, so too does this person. This is natural and it's equally natural for us from a place of care and kindness to wish that for whoever we care for, for ourselves and for others. We wish for happiness, for well-being. And so as as a way of orienting and engaging our heart, We can use these phrases, or we can use phrases that express that sense of kindness. And I'll offer some, which you're welcome to use. You don't have to use them all. You might find that there are other words that you connect with more. And certainly, if English is not your first language, please feel very free to translate into your own language or to come up with in your own words what's meaningful for you to wish well. But if you're doing this practice for the first time, initially just trying out the phrases that I'll offer, seeing what you connect with. And so holding this person, yourself or another, holding this person in your heart as if they were nearby or with you, and repeating silently, inwardly, the phrases that I'll offer. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be safe and protected. May you be loved and cherished. May you be healthy and well. May you live with ease and joy. Just allowing the phrases to be offerings of well wishing, to feel the meaning of what you're saying, noticing. Perhaps the words that you connect with, or that touch you. And you can use those words to be the basis of the phrases you use. But I'll offer these ones again, and of course there are many one could find. And this time, offering loving kindness to ourselves. Just how deeply we too wish for happiness. And so, extending love and kindness to yourself in this way the phrases of well wishing and friendliness. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be safe and protected. May I be loved and cherished. May I be healthy and well. May I live with ease and joy. And so we offer these phrases as gifts from our heart. Expressing a sense of of caring, of well-wishing. Not as if we're asking permission for this to be so. Not as if we're demanding that it must be so. But that we're just honouring our heart's orientation towards kindness and well-being, allowing ourselves to connect with it and to offer it in well-wishing to ourselves or another. And so I'll just repeat the phrases that I've offered one more time. And you can repeat them inwardly to yourself or to someone else who you've chosen. And if you find you'd like to bring a different person this time, you're very welcome. Or stay with the same as you began with, that's fine too. And whatever you might notice, if there's some sense of resistance or reactivity, it's okay. You don't have to do anything with that. Just come back to the intention to wish well, inviting yourself again to reconnect with a spirit of friendliness and caring. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be safe and protected. May you be loved and cherished May you be healthy and well May you live with ease and joy And continuing in this way, finding the words or the phrases that you connect with, that feel they have meaning for you, that touch your heart. And softly, gently, slowly, expressing them as offerings, as gifts, to the person you've chosen, Another or yourself, and probably three or maybe four phrases is plenty. find that they might be quite short. Maybe just, may I be safe, may I be happy. May I be well. May you be safe, may you be happy, may you be well. Just see what you connect with. And if you find yourself getting distracted or feeling disconnected, just relaxing with the phrases and taking a moment again to just reflect on the wish for happiness that you have for yourself, a natural wish for your own well-being. And equally Reflecting on the fact that every being wishes for this and the the person that we've chosen wishes for this so deeply. Yearns for it just as we do. So whether offering the phrases to yourself or to someone else, just connecting with the sense of what's being offered here wishing for someone or ourselves that which that which would fulfill our deepest heart's longing And again beginning with the phrases, when we feel connected, And as we're coming to the end of the sitting, just completing the phrases that you're with. And bringing, when you've done so, your attention again into the region in the center of your chest. Breathing through the heart center. Breathing with your heart, and just taking a moment to sense and feel what's there for you, how it is. Seeing if you can let that be okay. And even welcome yourself in that place. Welcome your experience with kindness. Whatever you might encounter, whether warmth and tenderness, whether there's reactivity or struggle, or feels more neutral or numb, caring for all those possibilities and any that come. And just taking a moment to extend a sense of well wishing and appreciation to yourself for engaging in this practice, cultivating kindness, friendliness, something beautiful and noble, and extending also a sense of appreciation to your companions. So much support and blessing we receive from each other. May we all be safe. May we all be happy. May we all be well. And may we all grow and deepen in loving kindness. So please feel free to adjust your posture if you'd like to bring some ease to your body. Just, uh, in a again, gentle and kindly way, accommodating the needs of our physicality. <coughs> and just before we give some instructions for engaging in this practice in the walking meditation just like to check if there's any questions or anything that's not clear from the instruction or any observations or reflections that may be arising for you that feel like you'd like to share or voice, just in terms of finding your way into this practice and process. And it's uh, fine if you don't have any. You don't have to come up with something. But uh, if there is anything there for anyone... Okay. Good. Good. So, uh, as I mentioned uh, last night, we'll be making up some group interviews and meeting with you all in groups. And uh, if any of you haven't filled in and handed in your interview form, please um, do so, so we can um, have you to include you in a group. Particularly those who arrived later last night: uh, You were given two forms, one to register one was called a registration form. It was basically and one was an interview form in which you were asked some questions about your meditation and sort of other things. Yeah.
1: So) <coughs> So I would like to speak a little bit about um, walking meditation. And in this context, just to say, you know, one of the many benefits of loving-kindness meditation is that it has potentially a real healing power, you know, really healing our heart. And for this healing to take place, what is very, very important and crucial is actually that we are present for it, that we are present in our body. And I really would like to introduce the practice of walking meditation in this context rather than, as many of you might use it, you know, as this barely connecting and calming down and t- barely connecting with your feet, touching the ground, using the movement, the walking as a means, as a very, very accessible way to actually become more and more present in your body. So much easier for so many of us to do it in movement rather than in sitting and you know how quickly we just end up here, especially with the density of the instructions, And actually being given quite some, you know, quite some room to play with. Oh my God, I have to decide what phrase, you know, how should I mix them up? You know, it it can very easily happen that we just get stuck here, you know, and wonder and worry. And really, really to encourage you, if you see this is happening, recognizing it, just relaxing You know, feeling your body, using the walking meditation to really, really inhabit this body as fully as possible. And ultimately, also we use phrases and it might be at times feel a little bit, maybe for some of you a little bit cerebral up here, you know. Repeating the phrases, ultimately loving kindness is a way of being in your body and mind and heart. It's here. It's not only here or here. It's really, one could say, a kinesthetic sense. It can be a kinesthetic sense in the body. So in the walking meditation, we would like you to to use the walking to ground yourself, to arrive in your body. And you can again see what works best for you in terms of speed, You know, some of you might wish to walk extremely slow, really sensing every minute movement required for walking. And for some of you it might be more helpful to be a little bit more speedy. Just again, see what works for you. You can walk forth and back. Or actually keep, as we encourage you in this particular practice, a more open, spacious approach and walk around the grounds. While being very much grounded in the movement and in your body, you are more than welcome and encouraged to actually hold the phrases you are choosing, the phrases of loving kindness very lightly in your mind and heart. You know, you can walk, for example, and direct these phrases towards yourself. May I be safe and protected? May I be happy and peaceful? And really find again your own rhythm with the phrases. How it's the most easy for you to connect with them. You might pass another person, or you might see an animal, a bird, a rabbit. If your inclination, if your wish is to actually extend loving kindness to these beings you are meeting during a walking meditation, feel free to do so. But actually also see if this is really helpful at this moment, rather than going out immediately, oh, may you be happy. Just see, you know, if we have to start here. If this is really what is the most helpful, and it might be so again, it's really very, very much an invitation rather than we giving out a strict formula. That's how you do it, you know. It's like, what is, you know, really listening? What is, what is helpful here? What is the most appropriate way for me right now to actually incline my heart and mind towards this, towards this caring, well-wishing attitude towards life? Okay, are there any questions about this? No. And if you get it any time, yeah. is Was the intention that you
0: suggest
1: as to walk right outside rather right, than just back and forth? I, but I said you can see what works best for you, not outside in the grounds, but you know, in, 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 an, in another um, retreat context. What what a lot of 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 you heard as instruction is like you know find a, find a certain a stretch and then you go up forth and back to, you know 20 yards or 20 meters you know focusing on the feet touching the ground and what I'm saying this might not be the most help might be very appropriate but maybe it's more helpful to just have more like a walk around the grounds you know I don't mean like you know, going for, for a hike outside. Again, you know, what helps you to actually to develop a caring attitude towards yourself and towards all this which is around, yeah? Yeah. Would you please write down the phrases? We, we, yeah, we put them up. Yeah, we will put them up, yeah. And, and take some time, you know, and, and, and don't worry, you know. It's not that you have to find now the perfect phrase. You will know, you will know if a phrase works for you after some time. You will know it. It's not even a heady thing. You will know it. And then stay with it. Okay.
0: Thank you for listening.